to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. It is happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. Republican Congress should launch a select committee, as opposed to an unselect committee, to get to the bottom of Big Tech's 2020 election interference. Let's find out who made the decision to censor. Who made that decision to censor the Joe and Hunter Biden corruption bombshell, which the pollsters said amounted to about 15 points, the largest illegal campaign contribution in American history. And let's do a full forensic audit of the $417 million given by Mark Zuckerberg, who used to come to the White House and kiss my ass. <laughs> Amen. Get him, Trump. Let them have it. That they spent to take over local election offices in key Democrat counties. And I believe you're going to be hearing a lot of it. You know, if you're a person uh, that wants to make a contribution, you're allowed to give less than $6,000. Otherwise, they put you in jail. He gave $417 million. What the hell is going on? What are we doing? $6,000 and you go to jail? $417 million spread all over the place. It's uh, something that obviously is going to have to be looked at. It is so horrible what's happening to our country. We need a full accounting of all of the illegitimate turnout efforts, illegal drop boxes, and ballot harvesting that's taken place. 
You know, we had drop boxes. 97% for Joe Biden, because he campaigned so hard from his basement. 3% for Trump. 3%. They gave me three. At least they gave me something, because I think they had a couple where he actually got 100%. Thousands of votes. He got a he got 4,000. I got nothing. No, it's uh, that was such a horrible thing. We need fair elections. You need those borders. You need those elections. The world is already waiting to see the explosive information out of Georgia, where, through the vote, incredible people has uncovered a massive illegal ballot harvesting scheme with over 2,000 ballot stuffers, or as they call them, mules. They call them mules. These are ballot stuffers. These are people. They call them mules. Ballots in Georgia and other swing states were trafficked and sold on an unprecedented scale. And the brutality, and it was just incredible what took place. And we have it on tape. It's all on tape, and it's coming out over the next three weeks. It's all on tape. Folks, President Trump had one of his, I believe, one of his best, and I won't say one of his, his best speeches, you know, you know, as far as you're looking at it from an articulate speech, but I will say is, is one of his rally cries as a cheerleading speech and as a laying the law down on what is going to happen when we take control, whether it be now or 2022, 2024, whatever, laying out the plan on what we're going to do was absolutely incredible. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, I wrote down, I typed anyway, all of the greatest things that I heard from that speech, or at least the things that stuck out to me the most about what he said was about ready to happen or what will happen in the future. Allow me to read some of those for you. First of all, when he was talking about the Democratic Party, when he was talking about the people who actually stole the election, these were the words that he used. Exile, talking about what we're going to do to the Democratic Party, exiled into a political oblivion, never to return again. That was probably one of the best statements of the night. Exiled into a political oblivion, never to return again. Then he said, when, we, when, we, when he comes back, he is going to fully restore a true constitutional republic. He also said he was going to kick the Biden crime family out of the White House in 2024 or sooner. Or sooner, he made sure he said. Now, another thing that he said that was so powerful when he was talking about dealing with a foreign leader who was sympathizing with uh, Soleimani and sympathizing with, with terrorists. President Trump said he sent him a picture of his house. And the guy said, I'm confused, Your Excellency. He called President Trump, Your Excellency. He said, I'm confused, Your Excellency, why you would send me a picture of my house. And basically, Donald Trump was like, go back and reassess your thought process while you have that information. Basically saying, I'll destroy you right along with them if you're going to continue to be in cahoots with them. Showing his power. He then said that he was going to turn the January 6th committee into an actual January 6th committee and get to the bottom of all those who are responsible. For January 6th, we're talking about alphabet agencies, Nancy Pelosi, Adam Schiff, and the, and the Democratic Party. He also said that we were going to put together a committee immediately to not only do a full forensic audit of Mark Zuckerberg, which he mentioned in that video, but also of the 2020 election and get it done as soon 
as possible, which would aid in that getting rid of the Democratic Party, putting them into a political oblivion, never, ever again to return. He said the deep state must and will. Think about this, folks. He said the deep state must and will be brought to heel. I mean, you don't use words like that unless you really, unless you really mean it. He also said he was going to charge China trillions of dollars in tariffs for releasing the virus on the world. When he talked about uh, NATO and how, how they were completely robbing the United States of America, making the United States taxpayer truly fund the entire um, organization of NATO, he told them, I'm sorry, you're delinquent, pay your bill. And then when he was talking about the election and what happened, he said he was talking to a five-year-old who understood it. And he goes, and he's five. And he understood it. I mean, the words that he used, the way he used those words told me everything I need to know about President Donald Trump's return and what he's doing behind the scenes to completely eradicate the evil from this country. And I'm going to tell you right now, look at me in my eye. He is going to do it. He is going to do it. He is going to do everything that he said on that stage on Saturday night, or he wouldn't say it. He wouldn't be so matter of fact if he didn't know 100% that what he was saying was true. And I will believe that man when he speaks matter of factly more than I will believe any fake news uh, media uh, channel, any fake news media station, any elected official that tells you, to stand with Ukraine and put it as your profile picture. We're going to get to that in the first and foremost section today. And I'm going to tell you what, this might be the most informative show that I've ever done. This might be the, the deepest digging that I've ever done to get to the bottom of the lies that were being fed by mainstream media, by fake news, by big tech platforms, and by our corrupt elected officials. Folks, you are locked and loaded right here on Live from America, and I am. You're ever so humble, God-fearing, God-loving, flag-waving. Host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, coming to you from the live, free, or die state of New Hampshire. And it is a blessing to be here with you guys every single day. And guess what? I'm not going anywhere. Hey, alphabet agencies, I'm not going anywhere. Hey, people who are continuing to send threatening messages to me and my family, Been there, done that, heard that story, tell me a new one. I'm here to tell you unequivocally that Jeremy Harrell is not going anywhere and I will continue to be a thorn in the side of the left, the globalists, the globalists, the progressives, the socialists, the communists, and those who call themselves Democrats. And that goes for you too, Rhino Party, uh, uh, Uniparty Rhinos, same thing goes for you. And the bigger I get, the louder I'm going to get. The louder I get, the more effective we're going to be. And the more effective we're going to be, the more of God's work we are ultimately going to accomplish. Amen? And for all those that are pretending to be me on chats or pretending to be my producer, get a life, scumbag. Nobody knows you. Nobody likes you. Nobody cares about you. Except maybe you're God in heaven, but nobody here does. So continue to give me views. I appreciate it. Continue to be on all of my platforms because the more you're here, the more people are going to donate. The more you're here, the bigger life from America is going to get. Show them how we do it, folks. I want to also pray for Nancy Johnson in El Segundo, California. She's in the hospital right now. She's a big fan of Life from America. She is 
a live from America family member. She is in the hospital with COVID right now, and we just want to give her uh, our prayers, and we want to tell her that, um, that we are praying for her, that we love her, and that we're sending <clears throat> words of encouragement and positivity her way. Now, ladies and gentlemen, after a long weekend of tons of news, this show might be an hour and a half today. But guess what? I have a feeling that every one of you are going to stay here. This show might be an hour and a half today. You want to know something else? I told you that I would never go back on Facebook, right? And I will stand by that. I will never, ever, ever be a part of Facebook ever again. However, comma, hold on. That doesn't mean that Real America's voice isn't killing it right now on Facebook with sharing Jeremy Harrell short clips. See, we're kind of like, we're kind of like herpes. We just keep coming back to you leftists. We just keep showing up and being an annoyance. I never thought I'd consider myself or compare myself to a herpes, but when you're talking about to, to the left, that's what we are. And apparently what I found out over the weekend is we are literally being shared everywhere all over Facebook, and I absolutely love it. I absolutely love it, ladies and gentlemen. So please do your part and get out those thousand shares and get them all over Facebook. It's incredible, isn't it? Can't get rid of us. Yeah, just can't get rid of us. And I don't even have to sign up. Unbelievable. Here we go, folks. We're going to go to God. We're going to go to the Lord. It's been a long weekend. Church yesterday was amazing. Church yesterday gave me a renewal of that heavenly courage and that heavenly stamina, and I'm ready. Here we go. The the, uh, title of today's newsletter was Following God's Laws Will Not Save You. Let me say it again. Following God's Laws Will Not Save You. Verse of the day, Romans 3, 19 and 20. Obviously, the law applies to those to whom it was given. For its purpose is to keep people from having excuses and to show the entire world is guilty before God. For no one can ever be made right with God by doing what the law commands. The law simply shows us how sinful we really are. Wow. To some who heard that, This may be depressing when they first hear it or when they first read it. For some, living by the commandments of God and doing what their pastor or their priest instructs them to do daily is exactly what is going to get them into heaven. That's what they believe. But that is false. There is nothing, let me repeat, nothing that you or anyone else can do to get into heaven. The law of God is there to keep you on the righteous path, to show you just how bad you in the flesh really are. It's there to minimize the stress, anxiety, and troubles of your life on earth. Since sin was first introduced to the world, to the universe, everything became finite. With everything becoming finite, came death, destruction, worry, anxiety, pain, trials, and everything else that you know is bad. The law is to keep you away 
from all of that as much as possible. But either way, it's inevitable because you're born into a dying, decaying, sinful world. That is where Jesus comes in, ladies and gentlemen. Can I get a hallelujah? Can I get an amen? That is where Jesus comes into the mix. Quote, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one, not one, comes to the Father except through me, and that includes priests. No one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus is the only, in capital letters, answer. Do not rely on your ability to follow the laws of God alone. That obedience will not save you. It will only save you from troubles here on earth. So thank you, Jesus, for giving us a way out. In your holy and royal name, we pray, amen. And now, ladies and gentlemen, let's get to that beautiful part of the show where we all go to God together and we lift our voices up as one to give him the grace, to give him the glory for the grace that he gives to us every single day. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And don't you forget it. The kingdom and the power and the glory forever only through Jesus Christ. No other way. If anybody tells you there's another way, they are misleading you. They are lying to you and they are sending you down the wrong path. Ladies and gentlemen, share the video as we get started because I am about to open some eyes and some ears to some stuff that's really going on in this world. The truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Please lift your cups up and let's have our first slurp of the day. You ready? I'm ready. Let's get ready to rumble. I might get sued if I say that, but either way, let's get ready to rumble. And remember, speaking of rumble, let's get a rumble rant in there. Let's get some likes. Let's get some reposts on Getter. Shout out to Getter. Shout out to Roku. Shout out to Firestick TV. Shout out to iHeartRadio, all of the Live from America family listening all over the world. And remember, right here on Rumble, we rely on our Rumble rants for our producer and, uh, and the salary to keep, him, uh, to keep him working here. Here we go. Um, ladies and gentlemen, do you have a I stand with Ukraine as your picture? Do you have an I stand with Ukraine as your Facebook or Instagram picture? Because if you do, you may want to rethink that unless you are saying I stand with the Ukrainian people. Who are the only victims in all of this? Now, if you're one of those people that shared pictures of President Zelensky being a hero, if you're one of those people who continue to share pictures of President Zelensky putting on his armor and going out there on the front lines with his military to fight, ask yourself this. Why every time you see a picture of him, is he smiling? Why every time you see a picture of him, has he got no dirt, no bumps, no bruises, no, no, no signs 
of war at all. Ask yourself this. Why is his hair perfectly combed? Why is he doing selfies and videos? Hey, I'm here. I'm here. I'm not going anywhere. I stand with President Zelensky. Look how great he is, the American brainwashed everyday average citizen says because they don't know what they're saying. They are following, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm not saying stand, not standing with the Ukraine does not mean I stand with Putin because I don't. You cannot stand with either one of them, you know. You don't have to choose a side in all of this. What you can do is choose a side of the innocent people who are going to get slaughtered only because of political banter back and forth. So if you are one of those people that put an I stand with Ukraine or shared pictures of this is what a real president looks like, you may want to reconsider. I'm not calling you stupid. I'm saying you may want to reconsider, especially after watching Live from America today. Now, I want to read you. I'm just going to go there right now. I want to read you some of the things that I posted this weekend, and then we're going to dive into them deep, deep, deep. Okay? I said, be careful. This was the first thread that I posted on Saturday. I said, be careful. The same people that stole an election, deleted 30,000 emails, called parents and patriots terrorists, locked you down for two years, muzzled your kids, labeled you as a racist, destroyed your physical and financial livelihoods, froze personal bank accounts, want to take your guns and continue to rinse and repeat the same old narrative of weapons of mass destruction and bio this and bio that and terrorists here and terrorists there and have led you astray almost 100% of the time are now telling you what to think when it comes to this Ukraine and Russia war and who's in the right and who is in the wrong. Think about that. Don't let me or anybody else sway your decision Think about it with your own brain, the, the, the incredible power that God gave you. I then posted this. Boy, that threat of world war coming literally right as they end the fear porn of COVID-19 is perfect timing, isn't it? Almost like they're keeping us focused on a disaster or something. I wonder what the real threat is. So this is me posting critical thinking, okay? And then when I started seeing what the mainstream news had been brainwashing everybody, even Republicans, how we went from fake news, fake news, fake news to I stand with the news, I'll never understand. But anyway, I then noticed all of the things that everybody around the world was doing to Russia in order to stop them, apparently, from moving forward into their invasion of Ukraine. I noticed them freezing bank accounts. I noticed them silencing social media, taking away the ability for uh, for Russians to use social media. I then saw TV being censored and stifled and completely shut off so no Russian TV could also get out. I then saw uh, people freezing assets around the world. Then I saw state governors like my own governor here in the great state of New Hampshire, Chris Rhino Sununu, Stopping all the sales of Russian vodka. Ooh. 
I would like to remind you that the majority of the people that are standing with Ukraine and putting pictures up of President Zelensky and dumping out their bottles of vodka on camera so, or on, on social media so they can get a few likes are the same people that are going and filling their car up with gas while we continue to spend billions and billions of dollars a day of taxpayer money funneling right back to the same people who they oppose. They, they oppose. Isn't that weird? Isn't that odd? So I said this. And tell me if I'm right or wrong. I said, notice how familiar it is when you see the entire entire countries sanctioning Russia and even banning their news stations, freezing bank accounts, and threatening the people who do business with them? Sounds a lot like what they do to all of us here with social media and our livelihoods here in America, doesn't it? Our jobs and the people who support us, they threaten them. Cancel culture, you ever heard of it? They have literally, ladies and gentlemen, and I see it as clear as day now, They have literally been using politically charged military tactics on we the people, just at a smaller scale. Their reign of terror must end, and it's time once and for all to drain the swamp. Who is with me and who is 100% fed up of being lied to constantly by our own government? So these are things that I've been posting lately, and again, while I'm saying this stuff, Folks, remember that not standing with Ukraine does not mean you stand with Russia. It just means that we can see the forest for the trees and we understand what's really going on here. And not to mention what kind of a guy this Zelensky guy and his government really is. Okay? I won't talk about the the reports of them silencing political opposition because there is some merit to that depending on who you're talking about here, because they did silence and jail people who were credibly trying to overthrow Ukraine. I get that. I get that. But let's talk for a minute about the billions and billions, hundreds of billions of dollars that's funneled through his country. Let's talk about Ukraine being the largest donor to the Clinton Foundation for like 10 straight years. Can we? Let's talk about them not being a democracy for a free people, but more of an autocracy who is a fair weather fan like Lindsey Graham and will go wherever the money is. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about all of the political people that have that have ties to Ukraine with oil industries and or or, or oil and gas industries. Isn't it all just starting to finally starting to make sense now? Let's talk about the big news over the weekend. And that was everybody talking about, hey. These political or these targets that Russia has been sending missiles over to, they look a lot like the same area where United States bioweapons labs are. Now, if you post that on Facebook, you will get instantly slapped with a fake news or a false narrative uh, uh, um, uh, disclaimer. The AP, USA Today, all of these loser scumbag Snopes, they're, anytime you say anything about this, they are slapping it with a fake news disclaimer, okay? So I thought we would look into that. And I'm going to tell you, this, took, this takes hours, <laughs> hours of research because your normal everyday research you can't do anymore because these large corporations like Google, they hide all the truth from you. But it is out there. That's the wonderful thing about the internet is it is out there. So, I figured that we would go and talk about this for a little bit, okay? Now, before we go into this, remember, I am not with Putin, but I'm also not with Ukraine. I am for the truth. 
and you cannot talk about Putin and you cannot talk about the Ukraine unless, ladies and gentlemen, you talk about the American swamp elected official that's also involved in all of this stuff. Now, if you listen to Putin, Putin tells you, I'm kicking out the drug-addicted neo-Nazis who are pushing, uh, pushing further into our territory and... He claims, and he's claimed for a long time, that the United States has bioweapons labs throughout Ukraine and that they're using them for future war against Russia. Now, whether you believe that or whether you don't, we're going to get into the truth or the falsehoods of that allegation because I can promise you where there's smoke, there is fire. Where there's smoke, there's fire. I want to pull something up on the screen for you here. And what you're about to see is a map of where all of the uh, Russian attacks on Ukraine have happened since the start of this. Here you go. Now, I know you've probably seen this on social media, but we're going to go a little bit deeper, okay? We're going to go a little bit deeper than what you've seen on social media because social media will not allow you to go deeper. Here's all the targets. Notice this. Here's the East Coast. Look at this. Look where all the targets are. Look where they are in the middle, and look where they are on this coast, on the Russian border, all right? Now what I want to do is I want to bring you up a map of where these, uh, where allegedly and reportedly these bioweapons labs are. Okay, here we go. Here's the opposite border with Poland and Romania. Notice right here where the bioweapons labs are. Here's the middle of the country. Notice where the bioweapons allegedly are, bioweapon labs. And here's the uh, border with Russia. And notice where the bioweapons labs are. Now let's go back and forth. So you can compare these. This right here is where reportedly and allegedly the bioweapons labs are, correct? Here is where they hit. Notice how similar they are. Notice how similar they are. Isn't that weird? So you got to say to yourself, there must be some truth to this, right? There must be some truth to this where there's smoke, there's fire, right? But yet everybody in the world is telling you that's fake news. That's false. That's not real. There are no United States bioweapon labs in the Ukraine. That is what fake news tells you. That is what Fox tells you. CNN tells you. That is what all these people continue to tell you. So I dug a little deeper. Now, they're trying to get out any kind of footage or any kind of TV um, broadcasting from Russia. But what they can't do is retroactively go back and scrub everything from the internet. And I'm going to tell you, it took me hours and hours, which is what you pay me to do, to find this. This report that I found is from 2015. It is a Russian broadcast in 2015 that show you exactly that there are chemical bioweapons labs owned by the United States in the country of the Ukraine. Check this out. Атаки в Сирии обрастают все более противоречивыми подробностями. Якобы химоружие изготовили в Грузии в лаборатории имени Ричарда Лугара при поддержке американцев. 
показала очень активный потенциал вокруг России, причем наступательный потенциал. Главным ударной силой этого потенциала является микробиологическая лаборатория в окрестностях Тбилиси. Правоохранение имени Ричарда Лугара, которому обвинению размножали возбудитель африканской чумы. Лаборатории в Харькове и Мерефе – это лишь звенья огромной цепи, которую компании, финансируемые Министерством обороны США, развернули на территории всего постсоветского пространства. США через программы, которые финансируются Пентагоном, создают сеть микробиологических лабораторий в Закавказье и в Центральной Азии. Наглядным примером является открытие в 2013 году в пункте Алексеевка под Белиси лаборатории третьего уровня биологической защиты. Возникает законный вопрос об истинных целях такой военно-биологической активности Соединенных Штатов Америки. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was not on YouTube. That was not on Rumble. That was not on any American site. That was on... CodaStory.com is where I finally ended up finding that. CodaStory.com. So they're telling you that this has been going on. They're saying that this has been going on for a long time. Now, before we continue to go, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blow your mind. Now, somebody said it looks like Jeremy's been listening to and you named a bunch of those people. I don't know who those people are. This is not me following X-22 or anything like that. I didn't even know X-22 did a whole story about this until this weekend when I was posting stuff all weekend long because I was critically thinking and I started doing my own research and I started thinking, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Who just came out in support of the Ukraine? George Soros. Now, again, that doesn't make me go support Putin at all because I don't. But George Soros, after all of the fake news media, including all of the rhinos who I do not agree with, including all of the elected official Democrats who've all come out and stood with Ukraine and are, and are saying that there are no bioweapons labs in Ukraine. Well, every time you smack me with a false news story from Snopes or USA Today or anything like that, I know that that's real. How do you know when a story is real? When they label it false. Now, local media in Ukraine have frequently, over the years, since, since way before that 2015 video that I just showed you, which, by the way, not long after that, was that video of Dr. Uh, Fauci saying there's going, to be, there's going to be another pandemic in this next presidency. Remember that? This was at the same time. Local media in Ukraine have frequently reported about splashes of containment diseases in that country since the beginning of the 2010s. The time that American military facilities first opened there. Chemical and biological weapons may be dangerous for the whole world because of their infectious effect. Modern diseases can travel through countries and reach any, contin- uh, any continent with just one plane passenger. This is the new phase of this is the new um, form of war, ladies and gentlemen. Then you start asking yourself, as I go through this more and more, again, this is going to be an hour and a half show today because of this. As I go through this more and more, you start thinking to yourself, I wonder if China really even released it. I wonder if China really even released it. 
I'm not saying they did or didn't. I'm just saying I wonder. In 2013, Ukraine alone, in, in 2013, in Ukraine alone, the U.S. created laboratories in Venezia, Ternopil, uh, Ushahurd, Kiev, another one I can't say, uh, Simferpol, Kyrgyzstan, Lviv, and Lugansk. Now, I will tell you, just to go off, off script here for just a second, I want to tell you something, folks. This weekend, I got a, a lot of messages from people in Ukraine who saw my video about this being a hoax. What they didn't understand is I didn't say that the Russian invasion was a hoax. I said the reason that the American media is saying the Russians were invading Ukraine was a hoax. And I got to have a great conversation with a lot of these people from not only inside Ukraine, but also uh, in, in Belarus and in Poland. And I'm going to tell you what, they don't understand how corrupt we are here in the United States. They think Biden is going to save them. They think this is, they think, ladies and gentlemen, that Biden is going to swoop in and save the day. And I said, he's not, you're on your own. He's not, he's sanctioning. And they're saying the sanctions don't work. MERS COVID is one of the viruses that have been engineered by the United States and studied by the Pentagon, as well as influenza and SARS. Confirmation of this practice is Obama's 2014 temporary ban on government funding for such uh, dual-use research, which is what uh, Fauci was, was uh, ignoring. The, the moratorium was lifted in 2017 and experiments have continued. Enhanced potential pandemic pathogens, PPPs, experiments are legal in the U.S. Pentagon scientists have been deployed in over 25 countries and given diplomatic immunity to research deadly viruses, bacteria, and toxins at U.S. military offshore bio laboratories under a $2.1 billion Department of Defense program. Now, this is where I am going to completely debunk, share the video, completely debunk Snopes, USA Today, and all of the other garbage fact checkers, okay? Because I'm going to show you that not only did the United States um, admit that they have laboratories over there, they're trying to tell you that they're not bioweapons laboratories, they're laboratories that study infections in animals. You mean like bats? This is how they're spinning the story, and they are very quickly scrubbing everything off government sites, but I have a government site pulled up and I screenshotted it and I have it where I'm going to show you they admitted to it. But before we get to that, oh, there's so much. There is so much. Before we get to that, I want to, uh, where's this guy's name? Okay, here he is. A man by the name of Robert Pope. Robert Pope is the director of the Cooperative Threat Reduction Program, which is a 30-year Department of Defense program. And he said that the Russian invasion of Ukraine, I'll guarantee you this guy's got a gag order on him since he said this, because this is where he screwed up. He said, the Russian invasion of Ukraine may put at risk a network of U.S.-linked labs in Ukraine that work with dangerous pathogens he said it not me dangerous pathogens i want to bring up now this i found at the bulletin of Auton the bulletin excuse me of the atomic scientists website check this out 
A Russian invasion of Ukraine may put at risk a network of U.S.-linked labs in Ukraine that work with dangerous pathogens, said Robert Pope, the director of the Cooperative Threat Reduction Program, a 30-year-old Defense Department program that has helped secure the former Soviet Union's weapons of mass destruction and redirect former bioweapons facilities and scientists toward peaceful endeavors. Now listen to what he said. Listen to what they say. The story, the person who wrote the story says, the labs in Ukraine are not bioweapons facilities. The U.S. government maintains that they are public and animal health labs operated by host countries. Although a long-running Russian disinformation campaign has painted a picture of a network of U.S. military labs in Ukraine, Georgia, now you wonder why they invaded Georgia in 2014, the Soviets, and other former Soviet republics involved in bioweapons or risky research, Pope said the labs conduct peaceful scientific research and disease surveillance. Outside experts have also said Pope's program is not a covert bioweapons operation. However, ladies and gentlemen, the Vladimir Putin and the Soviets and all of the intel there says that's nothing but a lie. It's nothing but a scam. And why would they put two point some odd billion dollars of facilities around the world, including here, to study animal diseases when they can do that right at home with the same animals that live here? Starting to get it all, starting to put it all together, ladies and gentlemen, starting to put it all together because I am. I want to play you before we go to the government site that I that I got. I want to play you a video from a guy by the name of John Mershemeyer. Now, John Mershemeyer, this video that I'm about to play you is from 2015 as well. And he tells you how the United States is using Ukraine like a pawn to achieve their political um, goals and their dominance. Check this out. On here is that the West is leading Ukraine down the primrose path. And the end result is that Ukraine is going to get wrecked. And I believe that the policy that I'm advocating, which is neutralizing Ukraine and then building it up economically and getting it out of the competition between Russia on one side and NATO on the other side, is the best thing that could happen to the Ukrainians. What we're doing is encouraging the Ukrainians to play tough with the Russians. We're encouraging the Ukrainians to think that they will ultimately become part of the West because we will ultimately defeat Putin and we will ultimately get our way. Time is on our side. And of course, the Ukrainians are playing along with this and the Ukrainians are almost completely unwilling to compromise with the Russians and instead want to pursue a hardline policy. As I said to you before, if they do that, the end result is that their country is going to be wrecked. The end result is that their country is going to be wrecked, he said. And not only that, today, today, right before I got on air, Zelensky came out and is demanding to be a full member of the European Union. You're starting to see how all this might have been set up, ladies and gentlemen, and used, and the United States using the Ukraine as a pawn so that they can push Vladimir Putin into invading them, which I, again, don't agree with, but I understand why he's doing it. He's invading them based on stuff that the United States has pushed Ukraine to do to provoke them. 
And now, ladies and gentlemen, they're using that as a way, as a precipice to get Zelensky and Ukraine as part of the EU so that they can now literally own the Ukraine and everything about it, all its resources, all of its people, all of its money, all of its um, all of its uh, ability to to funnel billions of dollars through it. You see you starting to see it all play out now, folks. And remember, remember, who's who are you going to believe? Are you going to believe our media here? Are you going to stand with George Soros and stand with the Ukraine? Or are you going to see here that everybody's getting played by geopolitical scumbag swamp donkeys and they're all trying to do this in the name of globalism? Now, I am going to completely 1,000% debunk all of the fact checkers who say that there are no U.S.-linked labs in Ukraine, because it's not only, they're not only fact-checking people that say they're bioweapons labs, they're fact-checking people who say that there's any U.S.-linked laboratories in the Ukraine. Well, I got this from ua.usembassy.gov. Now, this isn't something that you would pull up here in the United States. This is something that would be pulled up in the embassy of the United States over there. Check this out, folks. It's going to blow your mind. Let's see if I can see if I can pull this up on the screen for you guys. Here we go. So you can see what I'm talking about. There it is. U.S. Embassy in Ukraine. You got to dig deep, folks. You've got to dig deep because everybody's being played. This right here, I am going to prove the fact checkers wrong. Here we go. This was April 22nd of 2020. The U.S. Embassy would like to set the record straight regarding disinformation spreading in some circles in Ukraine that mirrors Russian disinformation. Now, you notice everybody in Canada that was in a trucker convoy was spreading disinformation. Everybody in America who supports Trump is apparently spreading disinformation. Regarding the strong U.S. slash Ukrainian partnership to reduce biological threats. Here in Ukraine, the U.S. Department of Defense's Biological Threat Reduction Program works with the Ukrainian government to consolidate and secure pathogens of toxins of security concern in Ukrainian government facilities. Whoa, 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 what? What? Did they just admit that they have United States-linked government facilities in the Ukraine that works with dangerous pathogens? Oh, my lanta. How could it be? How could the AP and USA Yesterday be so wrong, ladies and gentlemen? Our efforts, our joint efforts, excuse me, because that's a powerful word right there in this context. Our joint efforts help to ensure that dangerous pathogens do not fall into the wrong hands. Oh, really? Remind me of what happened the last two and a half years. We're proud to partner with the Ministry of Health, State Service of Ukraine for Food and Safety and Consumer Protection, National Academy of Agrarian Science, Sciences, and the Ministry of Defense to make us all safer, folks. And you can go on and on and on to read the rest of it. Long story short, I just fact-checked the fact-checkers and kicked their A-double dollar sign up and down social media. Share that for all you losers on Facebook who continue to say, I stand with Ukraine. Really? 
because Ukraine, the Ukraine government, is out for one thing and one thing only, money and power, and they don't give a damn where it comes from as long as they have that and somebody protecting them. Oh, but I'm just fake news, right? Wonder why all these other news stations aren't talking about this. I wonder why. Now, apparently, the Ukrainian President Zelensky agrees to meet with Vladimir Putin delegation on the Ukrainian uh, Belarusian border. We'll see if that actually happens. We'll see if it actually happens. But let me just tell you and remind you, ladies and gentlemen, of what kind of ties some of our political elected scumbag officials have with the Ukraine. Here we go. Oh, and by the way, somebody will tell you that I'm lying and I'm just some scumbag that I don't know what I'm talking about on this as well. I would say, come on my show and prove me wrong. You ready for this? When you dig a little deeper, you remember the billions and billions of dollars that the Biden crime family, thank you, Rosa, God bless you, I love you for that donation, I appreciate that. When you dig deeper, you remember all of the billions of dollars that the Biden crime family funneled through illegally, I might add, through Ukraine using their crack-smoking, Cheeto-smoking, loser, pornographic, pedophile son, Hunter Biden, as an oil and gas executive, right? Well, then you dig deeper and you find out that Nancy Pelosi's son is also involved as an oil and gas executive in Ukraine. Guess who else's son is over there? Mom Jean's Mitt Romney's son is over there in the Ukraine, funneling billions of dollars, becoming rich as well. Oh, but we're not done. There's more. John Kerry, Mr. Climate Change himself. Ladies and gentlemen, John Kerry's son is also involved in oil and gas executive cash in the Ukraine. Do you stand with Ukraine? I'll ask you again, ladies and gentlemen, because I know some of you who are watching this show had your profile saying, I stand with Ukraine. And if you didn't, some of you watching this show have shared the pictures of President Zelensky saying, now that's a real leader right there. And I'm not saying you were dumb or anything else. What I'm saying is now that you've seen this show, do you might want to take that back? You see what's happening here, right? And I don't know why people, like people that I admire, praise Zelensky. I don't get it. I don't get it. It literally makes me think that everybody that I have admired in this industry for so long is nothing but a puppet too. I can't explain it. I feel like I'm on an island all by myself screaming the truth and nobody's listening and nobody cares. I just don't get it. Again, people I admired no longer because they couldn't do the basic research that needs to be done to get to the bottom of what in the hell is really going on here. Meanwhile, we're all suffering. The Ukrainians are suffering. Economies suffer. All because of games. BS games. Anyway, we're going to move on from that because we have spent 50 minutes talking about this, but it needed 50 minutes to talk about this. I needed to show you guys what I've been working on this weekend. I needed to show you the fruits of the labor that I did this weekend so I could show you how to find out if you're being played or not. I hope and pray that everything that I uh, displayed for you today 
is enough to show you that there's much more going on. If I did not do a good enough job in explaining it from now, from then until now, please let me know because the way I put together a show is important to me. I need to put it together in a chronological order and I need to not go off on my tangents and my rants and my screaming that I find myself doing all the time because I need to lay out for you guys exactly what I found. And I hope, I hope and pray to God that that is coming through to you guys in the manner that in which I wanted it to come through for you guys. Now, since we're talking about swamp, since we're talking about people who deserve to swing from the gallows, if we're following man's law anyway, let's talk about another scumbag who might deserve the same fate, and that is former Attorney General Bill Barr. Former Attorney General Bill Barr, you loser. Like he wasn't already a loser. Well, you know what? (laughs) Before we do that, before we do that, let's do this. Come on, man. (laughs) We did it. We did it, Joe. That's right. We did it. We did it, Joe. Where is it? Dumb Dumb Award of the Day. Bill Barr. Former Attorney Bill Barr, or former Attorney General, excuse me, Bill Barr, has a new book out, ladies and gentlemen, where he trashes Trump literally every chance he can get. I think he's going to regret that very soon, by the way. I think he's going to regret this very soon. But he trashes Trump in this book on multiple occasions. But one of the ones that I really grabbed out of there was when he said this, one of the dumbest statements that he said when he was trashing Trump, and I've seen a few of them. I'm reading some of your comments too, ladies and gentlemen, and I appreciate what you guys are saying. I really do. I appreciate that you appreciate the work that I'm doing. It lets me know that I'm doing what you hired me to do and what you pay me to do and what you donate to me, for me to do every single day. Okay? One of the dumbest statements that he made in his book was this. The election was not stolen, he said. The election was not stolen. Trump just lost it. Thank you, Miranda. Thank you for that $5. Let's get into it. Let's get into what he said. This, well, this guy's such a loser. Former Attorney General, U.S. Attorney General Bill Barr has unleashed a volley of criticism against Donald Trump in his new book, saying that the ex-president has, quote, shown he has either, excuse me, has, quote, shown he has neither the temperament nor persuasive powers to provide the kind of positive leadership that is needed and that the Republican Party should move on from him. Does that sound like a fat boy who's scared? Does that sound like some out-of-shape, overweight, loser fat boy? And I can say that because I'm fat. I can use the F word. Does that sound like a fat loser who's afraid? Does that sound like a Democrat to you? All these people are starting to show their uniparty colors, and you know what? It's about damn time, and I think that Donald J. J. Trump did this on purpose. I really do. The more we go every single day, I'm starting to realize that Donald Trump Might be doing this on purpose because we're starting to see the true colors of these losers. Especially Bill Barr. Oh boy, it's in it for you. Why do you think they're doing it? Why do you think that they're coming out and showing their true colors? I can tell you why. Because they are deathly afraid, deathly afraid of Donald J. Trump becoming president again because they're all done. They're all done. Bill Barr writes that his former boss could have won the 2020 election if he had, quote, just exercised... Self-restraint, moderating even a little of his pettiness. 
Are you kidding me? He also rejects Mr. Trump's so-called big lie that he was cheated out of the election victory by fraud. According to the journal, Bill Barr writes, the election was not stolen. Trump just lost it. So, in typical uniparty fashion, Bill Barr showed his real colors by referring to President Trump as Trump and not President Trump. And he wasn't even in the administration. He wasn't in the administration to address the fraud and criminal corruption in the DOJ. He was just part of it. And now we're coming for you, Twinkie. We're coming for you, Mr. Twinkie. Think we're going to leave you off the list? Think we're going to leave you off the list, fat boy? No, 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 no. We're coming. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I want to switch gears and I want to talk about COVID for a minute because I understand people are still sick from COVID, but COVID is over. Can we just finally say hallelujah? Because not only is CDC admitting basically COVID is over because they did on Friday, but whether they admitted it or whether they didn't admit it or whether they say or whether what they said is what they meant the way it was taken to the world is that COVID is over. And because of that, you are seeing Democrat cities and Democrat states not only get rid of their mask mandates, but also get rid of their vaccine passports. Boston, New York City, completely getting rid of their vaccine passports. New York State getting rid of their mask mandate. Most mask mandates indoors across the country have now been rescinded. Want to know why, folks? It isn't just because they know they're about to get walloped in, in November and there's no cheating, no amount of cheating that's going to be able to save them this time. We got your number. It's not only because of that. It's also because of the trucker convoy coming to shut down the swamp. And they're scared of it. Because we in America, although I give all the respect in the world to the Canadian citizen, Canadians are not Americans. And I don't say that with any disrespect. I promise you. I don't think Americans are better than Canadians. I'm not saying that. Listen to my words and don't take them out of context, please. Canadians are not Americans. Take it how you want to take it. But the truth is in the pudding, folks. Canadians are not Americans and they are damn afraid of what's coming to their doorstep. But the other thing is, folks, is that people aren't getting sick. People are getting sick at a rate that they, since this all started. And the only ones that are getting sick and hospitalized at an alarming rate. And I hate to say this because I know a lot of you are. I'm just telling you the truth and I'm sorry. Are vaccinated. I'm telling you the truth and I apologize for it, but it's just the way it is. I want to tell you two stories real quick about COVID. And I'll try to wrap this up as soon as I can. 22-year-old woman has developed pericarditis one week after receiving her second dose of the Moderna shot. And she says, quoted, she said, I am now part of the clinical trial. It's sad. I am now part of the clinical trial. Here she is in her uniform, folks. Here she is serving A healthy 22-year-old woman who was diagnosed with pericarditis, the swelling and the irritation of the thin sac-like membrane surrounding the heart. Following her second dose of Moderna vaccine, Emily Sane shared on her social media last November that she experienced the first signs of vaccine reaction just one week after taking the second dose of Moderna. Quote, I had chest pains, shortness of breath, a cough, fever, and I was lightheaded constantly. 
Quote, there isn't much information on long-term effects. Most doctors have told me that they are worried about scarring around the tissue. I am now part of the clinical trial, which is kind of scary. And you go on and read her post. She also posts pictures of her, um, of her lungs, and they're all screwed up, folks. Of her lungs and her heart region, they're all screwed up. It looks like a smoker almost. It almost looks like a smoker. She said early, uh, earlier this month, Emily posted an update on her Facebook page account about her condition. According to Emily, she now has a heart rate that is ex- extremely high. She says, I now have a heart rate that is extremely high. Mainly, I am resting, which is very annoying. Next Wednesday, I get to wear a heart monitor for a month so we can conduct more testing. If you're interested in getting the vaccine, I'm not telling you not to. She said, but please just do your research and understand what you're putting in your body. And if you're as small as me, I recommend maybe getting a child dose. That's another thing, folks, that the CDC... Dr. Fauci, the, the White House, none of, nobody ever talked about your size, your body, who you are. Now, by the way, you'll see people pretending to be me, Jeremy Harrell, in the, thre- in the thread. I'm flattered. I'm flattered. I know most trolls with no brain want to be me. You'll also see somebody pretending to be Eli. Unless it says me or Eli, the hip-hop patriot, elephant producer, they're not. So just remember that, okay? Now, I want to read you another heart-wrenching, terrible story. Again, this is new, about a five-year-old kid who is suffering from vaginal hemorrhage 10 days after receiving the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine. A five-year-old kid from Illinois suffered a vaginal hemorrhage and vaginal disorder after receiving her first dose of the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine. According to data that was submitted to the VAERS website, The young girl received her first dose of Pfizer. Oh, by the way, by the way, can we just back up for a minute, by the way? For all those lefties out there that say that VAERS is not a reputable site, and then I came on and said, yeah, but it is maintained and overseen by the CDC. If this was fake news, if any fake news were to be put on VAERS that was fake, and the CDC oversees and maintains the information that's coming in, don't you think they would just delete it? Dummies, don't you think they would just delete it? The young girl received her first dose of the Pfizer vaccine, BNT162B2, on January 14th at a pharmacy. After 10 days, the young girl experienced bleeding in her genital, uh, on her genital and was evaluated during the visit to the physician's office. So sad. According to the VAERS report, the five-year-old kid didn't have any vaginal issues before and it only occurred after taking the Pfizer vaccine. Her doctors are currently treating her abnormal bleeding. Her past medical history showed she had no other vaccine in four weeks, no other medication in two weeks, and no COVID prior vaccination, and has no known allergies. Ladies and gentlemen, like I said, COVID is over. Jeremy, what in the hell is wrong with people to make fake profile in Jeremy's name? They need to get a life. Well, unfortunately, Rumble doesn't have all of the... uh, all of the uh, tools yet to block and ban people uh, for life and block their IP address, but it's coming. Until then, I just ask us all to act like adults and deal with it, okay? Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, even Nancy Pelosi has lifted the House mask mandate just in time for Joe Biden's State State of the Union address. Capitol physician Brian Monahan on Sunday told lawmakers in a letter that individuals may now choose to wear masks but it's no longer required. Well, isn't that something? The House lifted the mask mandate just in time for Joe Biden's State of the Union. 
In a letter Sunday, Capital Physicians shared the changes with lawmakers returning to Washington this week. Individuals may choose to wear a mask at any time, but it is no longer required. You mean that Nancy Pelosi can no longer fine members of the House who don't wear a mask? Wow. Thank you. But no thanks. We'll do what we want anyway. Free country. You ever heard of it? Monahan said that positive COVID-19 test rates at the Capitol are down 2.7% in the last two weeks, below the current rate for the D.C. metropolitan area, which is 4.7%. 70% of Americans will now be able to take their masks off indoors, including in schools. Somebody said now MTG won't get fined. Yeah, you notice something that I thought about MTG? Let's just touch on this before we get to the last section of the day here. I did not like the fact that MTG did not do her research before going and speaking for Nick Fuentes and the other idiots that claim to be in the Republican Party. Look, these people, and I guarantee you there's somebody that likes them that watches this page that will share what I'm about to say, and they will come here by the droves. Ladies and gentlemen, if you wanted to know anything about Nick Fuentes or these, uh, these, these young kids who claim to be Republicans, all you have to do is criticize them and wait. Criticize them and wait 10 minutes. Criticize them and watch what they do as they do a leftist tactic and come at you like you've never seen before. And the only reason I know this is because I've said it before and they've done it before. I don't know why she didn't do her research. I do believe that she didn't know who he was or what he does. But I wish she would have done her research before she went on that show because she set herself up for some serious backlash. I just, I, when, as, soon as I, soon as I saw who he was and he introduced her, I said, oh, no. Because they started screaming, Putin, 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 and started saying chants of Russia. Before she came out. You got to be careful about these things, you guys. She said that she was just speaking to young people. And I, and I get, I believe her 100%. I have not had a chance to talk to her about this. But she's saying she was just speaking to a group of young people. But you know what? I wouldn't go speak to a group of young transgenders. Unless it was about God. You got to know who you're talking about, folks. And with. Okay. Let's move on. Precinct strategies, folks. This is big. This is huge. And President Trump has finally endorsed precinct strategy as a way to win the 2022 and possibly 2024 election if we have to go that far. But let's talk about it. President Trump put out a statement saying, just heard about an incredible effort underway that will strengthen the Republican Party. The precinct strategy. Before we get into this precinct strategy, Ladies and gentlemen, before we get into the precinct strategy uh, rhetoric and what it's all about, I want to tell you who is the who is the people who the people are who are behind this precinct strategy. And I'll tell you what, Liz Harrington is one of them, and she works very closely with Donald J. Trump. But you want to know who else is pretty big into this? Who led this effort? Who traveled around the country for the last six months while we were all wondering where he is and where his Supreme Court filing was? Mike Lindell, folks. Mike Lindell is one of the architects of this precinct strategy, and he's definitely one of the soldiers who went from, from precinct to precinct over the last six months to get people understanding what precinct strategy was and how to become a part of it. And I can tell you what, it's going to win us the election. President Trump just now finding out about it, which I find is odd, but the precinct strategy is enlisting American First Patriots to their local county Republican Party committees positions which are too often left vacant 
if members of our great movement start getting involved, and that means you becoming a precinct committeeman for your voting precinct, we can take back our country from the ground up. The precinct strategy, as explained by Dan Schultz at www.precinctstrategy.com, is a great way to restore our republic by transforming our party from currently at less than half strength at precinct level into a full strength. Get out the vote powerhouse as it should be. Now, I want to tell you guys something about this. I wasn't talking about exactly the precinct strategy months ago, but I did tell you that the power is at the bottom. This is not a trickle-down way of governing here in the United States. It's a trickle-up. That means the people at the bottom had the most power. And I've been saying this for months and months and months, and this only proves that we were right. I want to go and open up that, show you what the Precinct Strategy website looks like. Here it is right here. Go here, folks. It will explain everything that you need to do to become a precinct uh, leader in your area so that you can make sure that no cheating happens. And I can promise you that the people that led this were people like Steve Bannon, were people like Mike Lindell, like Liz Harrington, Wendy Rogers got involved, but it explains exactly how to do it. And I can tell you what, if you want to know how you can be involved, if you want to say, hey, what can I do do the precinct strategy. That's all. You don't even have to do anything but make sure that you are there when you're supposed to be there and watching what you're supposed to watch. Get involved today. Become a hero to your region. Become a hero to your region. Now, speaking of Mike Lindell, folks, this is why this guy is so great. This is why we buy so much from him. And again, folks, even if you have stuff from Mike Lindell, Buy things for your family members if you're looking for a present. Continue to support this man. And I'm not just saying that because I have a promo code. I support this man too. What he did down at CPAC was nothing short of amazing. What he did at CPAC was nothing short of amazing. I'm going to bring up the video for you and show you how badly he humiliated Robert Costa, a CBS reporter who was down there to cause trouble and cause division in the Republican Party. Mike Lindell was having absolutely none of it and actually crushed this man and got the whole crowd to crush him too. And this is how we have to do it, folks. Big shout out to Mike Lindell and MyPillow.com. Check this out. Gotta love Mike Lindell. He got the whole crowd to scream, traitor, 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 as he berated this man to his face. And the reason he berated this man to his face was because of the fake news lies that CBS and this journalist in, uh, personally told about Mike Lindell. 
He's there asking Mike Lindell stupid questions about the picture that, uh, that everybody took when he came out of the White House and how he's trying to overthrow the United States government. Look, I'm going to tell you this right now. I stand with ex-crackhead, now CEO, but number one patriot fighter in this country more than I stand with 99.9% of the elected officials that we have, and that includes the Republican Party. Do I need to say it again? I stand behind President Trump. I stand behind Governor Ron DeSantis. I stand behind Mike Lynn Dell. And those three right there are the pinnacle of what we need to be in this country in order to truly bring the Democrat and the swamp to what do I call, or what did President Trump say? To heal. To bring them to heal. So ladies and gentlemen, having said that, let's go ahead and give the Smarty Award of the day. Smarty Award of the Day here on Live from America goes to Mike Lindell and MyPillow.com. Never stop supporting that man and his business as long as he is fighting for us. And while you're at it, yes, definitely use that promo code LFA. Woo! What a show! What a show! Was that not a show, ladies and gentlemen? Was that not the most... Amazing show that Live from America has ever been a part of. And you want to know why? Because of real truth, real journalism, and real digging. Every one of us can do it. And and we as force multipliers are going to show the world how it's done, folks. God bless you. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for the rumble rants. Thank you for supporting me to have a producer here to help me out. Thank you for everything. And by the way, we're just getting started. And we're not going anywhere. Remember, folks, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there is only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God and no weapon, and I mean no weapon ever formed against you will ever prosper. God bless you guys. Have a great day. Keep your families close, smiles on your face, and keep spreading the gospel. I'll see you at 5 p.m. for more Live from America. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Rebirth of America Been a long time coming and we all learned something that we want